Hello again, everyone. Um, I have been told by a couple of you that I need a jingle at the start of my podcast. Um, not that I, I have to go do it if I'm told to go do it, but I do want to have a little jingle, so I promise it's coming. Um, but for now, you'll just have to deal with hearing me straight off the bat and jumping into the goodness without delay. Um, so today's episode is all about the three biggest things that I have learned in business. So I'm giving you some of the behind the scenes, nitty gritty, awkward, uncomfortable stuff about business and particularly obviously not particularly the ones that have happened to me the lessons that I have learned for my own business and I'm uh, excited to share it with you guys though because I think that so often we see you know sold out workshops especially for me you know I do sell out quite a lot of things I'm like sold out workshop or booked out or this and you know we don't share the behind the scenes with everyone do we don't share the business failures we don't share the embarrassing moments or all of that kind of thing because we just fucking don't it's embarrassing you know it's a Instagram as a highlight reel so I wanted to share that with share this with you guys today because I know a lot of my followers have their own side hustles or businesses and I just want to normalize the fact that shit fucks up that there are things that go wrong that you're going to learn lessons in your business and these are the ones that I have learned in mine um so for those of you who don't know me or haven't listened to any of the other podcasts, I am a photographer, I am an educator, and I'm a manifestation motherfucking queen. And a lot of my recent business stuff, like the podcast and manifesting, has only come across, only come around just just quite recently. Um, but photography has been in my life for a very long time, around well, probably approaching almost ten years now. So it's been a very long time. Uh, so I have had every experience under the sun when it comes to being a photographer. I have been a wedding photographer. I have been a newborn photographer events christenings formals I was a Santa photo photographer you know that um, the girls who sit in the department store with Santa at Christmas and take photos with the kids that was me uh, so I have done a lot in the photography realm so most of my lessons so far are around photography business because as I said the manifestation side is all quite new to me um you know, so I haven't had a whole lot of lessons. I wish that I could say I don't want any lessons, but that's how we grow. Uh, So most of this is going to be around what has happened to me photography wise. So let's dive straight in the three biggest lessons that I have learned from owning a business. Number one is that people will ask for refunds. They will. It is the nature of it and it feels fucking horrible. It really does. Now, I haven't been asked for a lot of refunds, which makes me very happy and I'm very blessed that people love my business and love what I do. So I have very rarely been asked to give a refund. But when I have, it makes me feel really fucking icky. It makes me feel awkward. I feel bad because I haven't provided a service that I said I could do. I feel bad if I've made someone feel uncomfortable. Um, You know, it's just it's just a really fucking awkward thing to do so it's happened to me a couple of times mostly from photo shoots actually if I think about it yeah all from photo shoots uh, and one pack of presets somebody asked for a refund for and let me just preface by saying I'm very comfortable with refunds now and my mantra around refunds is that customers are always right whether they are right or wrong the, the whole thing is that they are always right and I would rather leave someone with a good taste in their mouth and a bad taste because negative uh, reviews and negative feedback go spread a lot quicker than positive unfortunately so for me I always just refund if I believe it's the right thing to do and you know depending on the customer depending on the situation but more often than not I will refund if it's appropriate and within my refund guidelines so when it comes to refunds uh, the thing that it the biggest reason I think people get refunds is because of miscommunication. So somebody's bought into a service or product expecting a result, they didn't get it or it didn't come across how you were presenting it, they're upset with it and they want a refund.
refund. And as I said, for me, it's just give them the fucking money back. Just give the money back because say you've been paid $100 for something, someone gets the service, they don't like it, they complain, they want a refund. Wouldn't you rather just return that $100 to them because you're going to feel icky about that $100. It's going to have bad money juju. You're going to feel icky. Give them that money back. Make them happy so that if they do have anything to say to anybody, even if they didn't enjoy the experience, they're able to then say, oh, it wasn't a great experience, but she did give me a refund without a fuss. Don't make a fucking fuss. Don't make a big deal about it. You know, if it's a situation like, so for example, I had a photo shoot and the client wasn't happy with the the end result of the images. Obviously, I was devastated because I was working a lot in um, self-love and body positivity and female empowerment. So the biggest worst thing that could ever happen to me was someone not like photos of themselves after I took them. That was absolutely gut-wrenching. Very grateful that out of over 300 women, I only ever had it happen to me twice. So I'm very, very lucky for that. Um, But at the end of the day, she had had the service, she had paid for the hair and makeup, she received the hair and makeup, I had paid the hair and makeup artist, rented the space, done the editing. So in the end, I ended up giving her half back because I had to pay for the makeup and hair, which she had received as a service. So that's an example of me pushing back a little bit within, you know, my own boundaries in my business about what she received and what she got and what I was then, you know, happy to refund her with and let her go with love. And I even ended up editing her photos and sending them to her anyway, because I wanted to do the right thing and I wanted to leave a good taste in her mouth she didn't have a great experience with me that's fine it's just I can't tell her or force her that to tell to say that she had a good experience if she didn't um, and just lovingly let that go and it's going to feel awkward particularly the first one you, that you get is really gut-wrenching and really upsetting but look at it with love and just refund the money because the sooner you refund it the sooner you can let it go and let it pass and at that time of course it made me feel fucking awful but now fast forward three or four years now since that happened I don't have any emotional attachment or you know no icky feelings about that refund because nothing came after it because I didn't chuck a fucking stink about it and make it a nightmare for the for the client so when you're in the heat of these moments and this comes to all the lessons I'm going to tell you guys today as well but when you are in the heat of the moment and you're feeling like the world is going to fucking end just remember in five years time is this going to matter in five months time is it going to matter most of the time probably not refund the people who ask for refunds and let them lovingly go trusting that you're going to get better clients come through and you're going to have way more money where that came from coming into your business so first lesson people will ask for refunds and it is totally fine uh Denise Duffield Thomas who is a author and speaker that I really love around money mindset said that she doesn't even handle her refunds she gets other people in her team so she has an accounts team so obviously they can take care of it so if you're very very upset about refunds or you're really you, you take them very personally try to find a way to outsource that so that you don't have to get directly involved or have a clause or policy within your business that says no refunds and make that very clear and communicate and communicate it clearly to your clients so as well whenever I do a photo shoot I always take a deposit or even for Ambito Academy or my coaching I always take a deposit and I express to the client that it is non-refundable there is no refunds on that so they understand when they're buying in and they're fully on board they they agree to it and that will always protect you a lot in that sense as well as just that direct communication what pisses people off most and the reason they want refunds as I said is that there's been a miscommunication somewhere they haven't received the product they were told they were received or service and they're upset and they want money back I also think as well sometimes people are in funny money situations and the quickest way they can think about getting money into their account is to ask for a refund from a recent experience so sometimes the tax has nothing to do with you and everything to do with the client in which case again you can't control it so just let it go let them lovingly go knowing that there is way more coming back to you than what you released 
The second lesson that I learned is just because you think it's a good idea doesn't mean that other people will think it's a good idea. So we have had these amazing ideas pop in for workshops or classes or courses and, you know, or photo shoots. Like, yes, this is going to be amazing. You might have even posted on the stories and asked people for feedback, being like, would you book into this? And they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'd book into it. You put it up and crickets. And this has happened to me a bunch of times, guys. The first time I ever ran an event was called Build Me Up by Descartes. It was a couple of years ago. Loved it. Barely even broke even on that one, but it was an amazing event. People loved it. And they said that they would happily come back again, refer friends, had people who couldn't make it, who said they'd come to the second one. I had a really solid base of people who were so keen to come to this second workshop after they'd run the first one. So I booked it in, put it up on Eventbrite, and I had two people book in two fucking people book in and I was like but everybody said that they wanted it It was a good idea you know and it just turned out that that weekend that you know the weekend that I had chosen people were either moving houses or they had functions on or other things that just so happened that everyone was busy and this is a bit of a trust with the universe kind of thing when stuff doesn't work out like that because it turned out that my head speaker uh, ended up having to move houses that weekend and she only found out like two days before the event so I would have lost my lead speaker and then weirdly I wasn't even looking to move out but I ended up moving out that same weekend too so I was like thanks universe did me a massive fucking solid didn't have to refund like 30 people only had to refund two and that was amazing so that's one example of you know sometimes <laughs> you put something out there and people are keen they say they want in on it and it just works out the timing wasn't right for that it's happened to me for a couple of workshops the first manifestation online workshop I ran had 70 people in it there was huge interest to run another one so I did it and I had 20 now that's still an amazing amount I'm still so fucking you know grateful for everyone who turned up to it but it just goes to show that you can have huge events or huge functions or courses or whatever and the next one could be really quiet you know and it could just depend on the time it could depend on a bunch of stuff but it's just trusting into that uh, if it d- didn't run or it didn't have as many people it was for whatever reason it was meant to happen um, other things that have happened for me as well as as I mentioned in the last podcast I decided to start a homewares business I don't know who the fuck I thought I was doing this but I started printing travel photos on cushions and in little books and coasters and I didn't even break even for that like I had all this leftover stock and equipment and just because I thought it was going to be brilliant and everyone would want to buy my photos didn't mean that everyone wanted to fucking buy them and that is okay and that's all part of the learning experience as we said in the last podcast you go back to the drawing board and you just start again try again Um, it's happened to me for photo shoots I've had ideas for photo shoots and I think oh my god this is going to be amazing I'm going to do this epic themed shoot at this fair coming through the through town it's the Easter show in in Sydney for those of you who are Australian um you know, I was going to do these family sessions and couple sessions at the Easter show they'd get tickets we'd buy fairy floss it's going to be so fun and I had one person booking for it And I thought, what the fuck? I thought this was such a good idea. I thought everyone would want to do it. And it just wasn't the right time or wasn't the right audience. or just It just wasn't. It just wasn't a thing. But that's okay because I had other things that did really well. So that has been a huge learning for me whenever I release a product or a service or a course or anything into the world that just because I think it's a good idea doesn't mean that other people will. But there is nothing wrong with that. We just come back to the drawing board and we try again or we try a different time or approach a different audience or you know, just shift it, just do something different or we go back, scratch it and try something completely fucking different. But it is okay if our ideas do not get picked up by other people. It's okay if if people don't like our ideas. That's totally fucking fine. 
The third lesson that I have learned from being in business is that people will cancel on you. And particularly if you are in a service-based business, well, this is, you know, mostly service-based business, uh, that people are going to cancel on you. And the first time I ever had a wedding cancellation, my heart absolutely fucking broke. I had spent so much time with this client, going to their venue, meeting up with them, you know, to discuss their wedding plans, buying them breakfasts and lunches and coffees so that we could go over everything. And about a month before the wedding, they decided to cancel and pull out on me and that was the first cancellation that I'd ever had and particularly for a wedding and I was gutted I was absolutely devastated and I was so emotional and I'm typing up this response to them all heated and emotional I thought you know what I need to go to sleep and come back to this later this is something for you to remember when people cancel on you not to take it too personally and to remove the emotion from your response try not to get emotional about it well you said and you did this and I did this for Like I said in the refund section, lovingly let them go, you know, implement the refund policy that you had for whatever it was, particularly this was was a wedding and we were so close that there was, you know, an amount that they still had to cover payment wise, but I ended up giving it all back to them because I thought, you know what, I'd rather just let them go again with a good taste in their mouth and it was but it was emotional and it was really fucking upsetting that somebody decided to cancel on me and even when I was doing uh, my very popular sold out boudoir weekends you know super super busy I'd have people cancel on me the night fucking before guys the night before a shoot they'd message me and say oh I'm just not feeling it I don't actually I don't have the money for it Um, but you know you're so good so you know I'm sure someone will take up the spot I'm like guys it's the night before a fucking boudoir shoot do you honestly think that somebody's gonna book it not likely but this was a huge lesson for me to implement a contract for people who were booking into these you know really really popular spots that they had to sign off saying that they would turn up for the shoot and that they wouldn't cancel if they canceled they'd have to pay their full amount and that became a policy of mine and you know it was again at that start when people started cancelling on me I thought fuck like I'm not doing good or people don't want to work with me or whatever it is but a lot of the time it has nothing to do with you even if they found another photographer who they think is better or they jam with them better you know for a wedding or whatever it is or a service for anything like wouldn't you rather them go and work with the person who they prefer than to trudge through the experience with you if you have a shit wedding that you're working at I'm just gonna use this as an example if you're you're a wedding photographer and you're at this wedding and it's just absolute fucking rubbish because you guys don't gel together and you push them to book you even though they wanted to cancel do you think that you're going to use those photos on your website no do you think you're going to speak about those clients on your social media no do you think you're going to value the money that you got paid from that client absolutely fucking not so allow people to cancel on you or integrate a cancellation policy so that you're able to get money back or you know whatever it is um, from these clients if they do cancel on you but don't take it fucking personally guys you've just got to let it kind of go and and just trust again that the right clients will come along the right people will come along into your business at the right time The biggest takeaways from these, from any lesson that we learn is that, well, that they're a fucking lesson, that you get to do differently, that you get to implement new systems into your business. I would would wager that any system that you have in your business now or any policy you have now is off the back end of something fucking up or from a cancellation or a refund or an idea not going well. And that's how we do put systems into place. When you're starting a business or when you're even in the throngs of it, you're not going to be able to prep for every worst case scenario. You're not going to be able to prep for everything that happens it's not until these scenarios and situations do happen that you're able to then go and fix them and implement something new to avoid it from happening in the future so when you do learn a lesson as we all do and I'm even getting a bit like oh god thinking about oh 
what lessons am I going to get thrown next in my business? <laughs> um, you know, and I still will and I know I will for the rest of my life and that's part of growth and that's a really beautiful thing. Um, but when we get thrown these things our way is to implement them as lessons and see them as a good thing, not the end of the world, not the fucking, you know, my business is shit, I'm a bad business owner or entrepreneur or whatever. It's not that at all. It's just an opportunity, not an obstacle, an opportunity for you to implement a new system to get things running a bit smoother into your business and to prepare and prep, you know, sorry, sorry, I prepare and prep, same fucking word, to prepare for the scenario happening again and how you will handle it moving in the future or even just like putting up these boundaries so that they don't happen again in the future. So there is my three lessons that I have learned from my business. I hope they help you guys with any scenarios that you may have gotten yourself into. I would love to know anything that you have learned from your business too or any of your like cringy back end business moments, um, sharing as caring. So definitely, again, slide into the DMs and let me know. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes. I would be forever grateful. If not, a tag on Instagram in the stories is always fucking welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will speak to you guys soon.